What's up? Welcome to another episode of the Prolific Pirates Podcast. I've got a special guest. I've got my Chemex ready for this one because this is a special guest in honor of him. And also, <clears throat> the Chemex is really shit because my grinder broke and I could get like five beans in there and that's it. It's really watery. Anyways, back to you. Uh, we got... Actually, introduce yourself, bro. I don't want to spoil it. Good. What's up, guys? Um, my name's Brady Keegan, um, or Mountain Trail Coffee on Instagram. Uh, Sam, it hurts me to hear that your uh, your grinders broke. I feel that. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> so, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's four fifty-two here in uh in Los Angeles area. So I just uh, burned myself chem so that way I could uh, function for this. <laughs> Good. I gotta I gotta thank you, bro. That's amazing that you woke up at five a.m. just to record this. If it was yeah, me, I'd be like, bro, nah, this is not, this is not gonna do it. You gotta, you gotta find another way. <laughs> the, the things you do. Yeah. You do, well, not man. not only that, it's just cool to be able to talk to you, uh, voice to voice, just because been chatting with you on Instagram for so long, and I feel like I know you from that medium. So to be able to actually translate it over to, to speaking is super cool man yeah man. so yeah. thank you for having me it's of an course honor. it's an honor i really wanted to have i actually i started this so i could get everybody on here because like i feel like there's so much to everybody else on this group like everybody does so many things and everybody is into so many stuff that you're like you don't get to know them deep on just chatting with them like yeah. over text and stuff so I just wanted to get everybody on, and even if I get like all the people in this community, it's like 300, 400 people. That's gonna be like 400 oh, episodes of like pure gold of like getting other people, getting to know other people and stuff. You know, you know who I think your next guest should be. Who? I think for some great life content. Yeah. You need Mr. MB Wild. Dude, I know. <laughs> I, I really want to get him on here. I really want to. I don't think he'd do it, but I really want him here. I, I would love to see some cigar smoking, whiskey drinking Oof, man. philosophy coming out of his That dude is wise, bro. And he's an incredible Very. photographer. He's so yeah. good. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he, he leaves that little bit of a mystery. Like, you don't quite know who he is. So, very curious to, to hear his... Uh, his life views and philosophies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so this is, this chemist is horrible, bro. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop drinking. <laughs> I keep sipping it, it's disgusting. All right, so uh, now we did that, we're talking about photos. Let's get to your photos, bro. Um, yeah. Why chemex? You're my chemex, Ooh. bro, and I understand it. But for, for other people that, that think like, Oh, like Chemex doesn't taste that good, or, or or for whatever reason they don't think Chemex is like the best one. Why Chemex? Uh, I personally think it tastes banger. Um, <laughs> Same. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. So I kind of grew into it. So uh, I started. It, it is funny, actually. Like a lot of people, I learned about the Chemex from Peter McKinnon, uh, but that's not even where I started with my coffee journey. So okay. I. I seen the Chemex and I seen him talking about um, making better coffee. And once you once you make coffee on your own, it's gonna ruin coffee for you know coffee shops and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's you know that's true. Like I, I drink Keurig coffee and it's shit, but I yeah. drink it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I ended up getting a French press first, and then 
I just used whatever store-bought coffee, and it was terrible because with the French press, you need a coarse grind or else, like, all the sediment gets through. So, it, it like, it tasted good, but it was just so muddy. So I was mm. in that weird battle of, all right, like, it's muddy, but I don't have a grinder. I don't have anything. So I ended up buying a, a Bodum pour-over, like a knockoff French press. Okay. And I, f- I fell in love with that, and that, well, for, for a while... Then I eventually moved into the Hario V60 decanter once I started Ooh. to fine-tune my coffee skills. They're good, too. I got a grinder. Oh, really yeah, the good. V60. V60 is my close second. Um, yeah. So, that, that, so with the V60, that's where I really, uh, I think, blossomed in my coffee journey and it brewing better quality coffee. That's when I started buying single-origin, uh, grinding, um, brew ratios, so then I finally saved up, got the actual Chemex brand Chemex with the filters, and nice. it, I, I don't know, the flavors are just way smoother. The V60 is a little bit more acidic, but the the, uh, the Chemex, just yeah, because of the, the triple bonded filter, it's, it's and dude, aesthetic, like, you know it. It you is, know, it yeah, looks so for good. sure, for sure. Yeah. Like, V60 for me is like, yeah, it is acidic. I can't, I can't have it, like, every day. I can have it, like, once or twice a week. And then after that, it's yeah. got to be, like, either an espresso shot or, or a double cup Chemex. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And it's not that the V60 is bad. It's just, yeah. I think after you have something smooth like Chemex or, like, an exactly. espresso, like you said, uh, I think it just... It bugs you because you taste that difference. Yeah. And you get that double shot, that, that double shot espresso in the morning with like a little bit of milk on the side. Whew. Mm. Amazing mornings, I, bro. You know, do you want to hear some blasphemy? Go. This, this is going to ruin uh, my entire brand. I've oh. actually never had a straight up espresso shot. What? I know. I know. It's, Why? It's, it's painful to hear. I know. I just never had the opportunity, so I need to go to... What do you mean? Your last <laughs> shot is a James Coffee Co. You could just order your espresso shot. I know, but <laughs> I went to James Coffee for the first time. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting a 32 ounce growler of cold brew and a latte. <laughs> and, and it looks good. What's the deal with that? Are you trying to get a deal with them or what? Uh, no, I just generally like their stuff. And I don't like it just because of Peter McKinnon, because I know that's like a thing it is. Uh, and I, I've heard that a bit yeah. just from the few photos I posted yeah but I genuinely love their coffee um, so that's the uh, first um, advertisement that you can have on this podcast after I get paid from it so all right you were saying you were saying about the <laughs> you were saying about the James coffee call is it actually that good? Like, is it actually, like, if it, if Peter wasn't behind it, would you still purchase coffee from them? Oh, 100%. Honestly, I just would have never known about them without Peter. Um, yeah, it, it's just, like I, like I said, I don't know if it went through before I got disconnected or not. Um, I, there's only one other coffee shop that I would compare to them in terms of coffee if and you that's say starbucks i'm gonna to myself i'm gonna be mad no 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 <laughs> all right cool. Dude, they're not, they're not even on my list all whatsoever right, <laughs> uh, no it's a it's a local roaster uh, augie's coffee and quite honestly I, they might source their beans from the same same origins 
Um, because it tastes very similar. The difference is, is I think Augie's is a little bit of a lighter roast, and they leave more of their floral tones in their in their cups, which is good. It's unique. It's what makes them them. But okay. James Coffee has that same flavor, but I feel like it's more balanced. So it's just by far the most refined, best-tasting cup of coffee I've ever had. And they're cold brew, dude. I took 32-ounce uh, growler home with me. Yeah. And... I've never had cold brew like that. Even my wife, like my wife drinks her coffee with creamer in it. So it's hard to tell for her, like to to differentiate quality of Mm. coffee. And she took a sip of it, even with creamer, it could tell the difference. So it's just, it's that good. It's so good. I gotta, I gotta definitely try that one day. It's just that, I don't know, bro. Like I feel like, and I also feel like a lot of people got into coffee because of Peter. But then, yeah. but then when you think about it, like coffee just is aesthetic, bro. Like it's and especially Chemex, like it always looks good. Like I don't have a bad shot from Chemex. Like I go and shoot like a, the the pour shot, the pour over shot, and I get like yeah, like I get like thirty shots because I'm shooting on like a high speed, and out of thirty, like I'm good with like twenty eight of them. Like I'm like yeah, oh, yeah. I can post yeah. twenty eight. You know, I don't care. It looks great. See. See my uh, my stupid ass. You you know how delicate a Chemex is, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna take this into nature. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Prize I haven't thought broken about, yet. Yep. <laughs> thought of that, bro. So it's a bad idea. What happened? Did it break? <laughs> no, it, it hasn't yet. I just I I'm extremely careful with it, and I'm just so surprised it hasn't broke yet. Because so I brought it to. I, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, any of the United States national parks, but. Um, I brought it to Joshua Tree National Park, which I know is uh, Tree. okay. Yeah, so yeah. it's all desert landscape, very rocky. Yeah. So literally, if I were to even tap it wrong, it yep. I'd be done. Yeah. Uh, so I brought it there. I brought it to Joshua Tree twice. What's funny is I brought it in my camera bag. So I have my camera bag literally converted half and half. The top part of my camera bag is my camera gear, and the bottom half is my coffee cool. rig. So I'm always good though. to go. I like it. that's that's good. That's dedication, bro. Like, Dude, like I'm definitely getting a shot of the camera, and I'm bringing it back safe. This is my baby. It's gotta look good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, I understand it, bro. Like, till I would totally do the same thing. Like, I got this baby Chemex a few days ago with the grinder of it broke, but um. It looks good, and it has, like, that black strap around it. It's not the wood thing. It's, like, a plastic thingy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, bro. It's really small, and you can get two cups out of it, but I think the aesthetic of it would go with, like, my, like, aesthetic, like, my colors and stuff because of that black strap around it. Oh, yeah, because you you have, like, the the dark, moody, um, I don't want to say... I guess more of like the warmer tones. Yeah, a little bit of the warmer yeah. tones, but like I just changed up and we went to like fall colors and like, Jordy, yeah. you know Jordy, right? Pixel Pirate? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy was like a, a huge inspiration behind that whole color thing. And I was working on those colors for like two weeks. And it's still not perfect, but like like when I put the preset on, I have to like redo like a lot of stuff, especially in like the split toning and like, um, the the hues and stuff, but he was behind. He was he was the inspiration behind that whole thing. And I don't know. Have you Dude, seen any other awesome. shots recently? Like the last I don't know four or five, if I'm not wrong. Honestly, I haven't. 
honestly, man, I I don't know. I, I'm sure I have. I haven't been on Instagram a ton this week just because yeah. I've been you know swamped. I'm sure uh, yeah. <laughs> Anthony uh, touched on that a little bit. I've just been so busy with life, but I, I yeah. think I have because I have been seeing your tones go a little bit uh, more red. So yeah, I know I know a lot I, more red. I know a lot the beginning more, of it. I see. Yeah, a lot yeah. more yellows and stuff. But dude, I I, I appreciate your photos so much because you. You add like classy aspects, but also add serious grunge into it. So it's a nice blend of both. Like I nice love, blood. I love Thank that you. aspect where you're, where you're a classy gentleman, but with, uh, with that Thanks, edge. Love it. Thank you, bro. But like I, I get like I get a lot of like um, a lot of whites in your in your shots, which I like. And then you have like the whole black thing to blend it in. What's is there like a is there like a specific thing behind that whole thing? Cause like, I, I, like uh, there is a few other people like Samuel Witten, if I'm not wrong. He has like a lot of whites too, and I really like his whites. Like it's desaturated, but at the same time, there's like a lot of whites and then a huge amount of fade sometimes, and it looks amazing. So I want to see like what do you, how do you get your colors? Like what do you what do you feel or like is there anything behind it or you're just like oh this is what I like. What was his name? Samuel Witten? I'm going to have to check him out. Yeah, Samuel Witten. Um, he has like okay. the whole... Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I definitely, definitely want to... The whole white thing going on with... Yeah, Samuel Witten. W-H-I-T-T-O-N photography. <clears throat> okay, yeah. So definitely check like, him out. Thanks for that. Yeah, um, check him out. Yeah, and, so, and he's a super so cool So with Mike... Definitely, I'll definitely look it up right yeah. after this. Um, yeah, so my colors, I don't know. I they've kind of evolved over time, and I I was never complacent on one specific tone because it never felt right for that long of a period of time. Okay. So I think I fi- I think I finally got into my groove the past few weeks um, after some inspiration of uh, a few landscape photographers. Yeah. So when I first started out. And I was doing mainly EDC stuff. I was going for kind of like the same style as uh, yourself. I was doing a lot of like oranges and blacks. And it was good for the specific things I was shooting then. And at that time, I was only shooting on my iPhone. Oh, wow. And it was doing, yeah. That, <laughs> I transitioned to, to camera not, not too long ago. I guess I'll go over that. But um, yeah. so then. It was doing good for that, but then when I wanted to take a picture of any landscape, I would ha- I had to do a completely different tonal style because it, it, it didn't work. It it just it looked like trash. Yeah. <laughs> so so I'm like, all right. Like the picture would fall apart, right? Exactly. Yeah. It just it didn't it didn't work. Yeah. So then I would I would change up the style a little bit and go little bit lighter i don't know i would play around a lot so it kind of got to the point where after playing around for so much i found like the right styles for each one of my types of photos whether it's an indoor shot or outdoor okay but it didn't have that cohesiveness that i liked okay um so also on on subject of lighting since you asked like i i finally found like my ideal lighting for what I like in a photo. So for indoors, I, you know, a light background, I'm sure like you see all my kitchen photos with coffee. Like it's, uh, it's the white, the 
white kitchen so i feel like that's a good contrast with the chemex and i guess yeah. naturally that that works just because i don't have to change that up much i just yeah. uh, take the photo my kitchen is my kitchen yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then with outdoors uh, definitely the uh, the cloudier days make for better photos it, oh, yeah. for, to fit my feet it's like a natural softbox if not uh, i try to manipulate it so it, it yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, the style I ended up coming up with. Uh, so uh, another plug to some other creators, and these people are very big. Um, so it's uh, with Luke. That's his handle. W i t h l u k e. I his landscapes are absolutely Incredible. insane. Yeah. So good, but but they. Uh, I notice he has like a map finish to all his photos. So they're not too punchy, not too vibrant, not too overly edited looking. Yeah. So I, I, I did some research, um, messed with HL, HSL sliders with my tones and really tried to refine to get that, but also with that crisp, um, crisp look to it. So I think I finally got that dialed in for what I work with so I've literally been using my same preset for that for like the past like 20 of my photos and it's worked it works yeah. for the indoor shots it works for the outdoor shots so I think I finally just got it for my personal taste so it, right. it took a while so but I finally got it <laughs> right but do you is that is that something you try like do you try and like when you when you take the photo does it connect with you you're like yo this is my colors and this is what I love or like you're like, nah, it looks cool. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I take a photo and I edit it and I'm like, well, either it's trash because it, it, it doesn't feel like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I'm like, all right, this is a cool photo and it's my aesthetic, so I'm going to post it. Otherwise, it's trash and I'm deleting it or I'm just saving it for later. Maybe like I come up with like another color grade and like then I can post it. Do you go about it the same yeah, way? I or... Yeah, pr pretty much. Um, you know, if I take a photo in the moment when I'm out or e even if I'm inside doing an indoor shoot, um, I definitely, like, as soon as I get that angle in that lighting, like, I I'll know right away, like, okay, this is going to be posted tomorrow. Right. <laughs> um, so you, you do ones... try to be unique then. You do try to have, like, your own twist to the whole thing. Like, every photo, oh, yeah, is, is, it's got to be, like, Brady's photo. It's going to be, like, when you see the colors and you see the angles and the composition and stuff, it's Brady's, right? Yeah, you know, and I I guess I'll use uh, Yosemite for an example. Mm -hmm. This is my favorite place. Like, mm -hmm. um, everybody takes that one shot of tunnel view. You see El Capitan on the left, the cathedral rocks on the right, and Half Dome in the middle. Right. It, it's, it's a good photo. And, but everybody takes the same photo from that angle. Yeah. So funny, funny story about that. I was like, all right, I got to take the same photo that everyone takes, but then I got to go take a different one. So that way I'm, so yeah. I, I turned around from the parking lot and saw there was a, a little trail up the mountain. So I went up the mountain a little bit over the tunnel and saw this branch hanging out where it looked like claws. And that, this one's up on my feed, too. Yeah. And it was cloudy that day, so it was perfect. It looked like a, like a nice, dark, moody, like yeah. scary aspect to uh, to tunnel view. Yeah. And I was so proud of it. I was like, this is perfect. This is different. Yeah. They're literally, like, a week later, I seen a guy in the in the same spot but a little <laughs> bit higher than me sitting on a rock, and it was foggy <laughs> in the valley. Yeah. And it, it just, like... 
it tore me up because I'm like, oh, dude, he just yeah, I, I, he, he blew my photo away. Yeah. But you know, but then but you, yeah, can't, I, you, you can't. I, really I try to like... take like the stereotypical photos, uh, whether it's of coffee or whatever. But I also try to experiment a little bit, just because yeah. whether I get a good photo out of it or not, I, it's a yeah. learning experience. I either learned that that angle or pose works or yeah. it, it doesn't so you know it's it's just all experimental but that's 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 pretty much like you can't get mad at that you know what i mean like that's pretty much where oh, inspiration no, comes from like everybody looks at oh, other absolutely. people's photos and like they're like they the other photos they have like the people behind like you the people behind these shots they have like the the like they dare to like experiment with shit like they're like yeah i'm just gonna try this and with this composition, have the tree here, blah, blah, blah. And then other people, and then you post a photo and other people will see it. And like, like there is a lot of people's jobs that depend on these photos. They're like, yo, we gotta find dope photos from Yosemite or like Chemex photos or whatever. And we gotta replicate those because they get a lot of views and they get a lot of hits and, and that's how they grew. So yeah, I understand it. it I, I get it if you get mad, but at the same time, it's like, ah. Eh, we all got inspired from somewhere else. Like we've, like we, yeah. I, I myself, I look at at least like a thousand images on my phone per day. If not oh more. yeah, minimum. Yeah, and like these images, like they, they get printed in your head without you knowing it. You go out and then you try and replicate some of these shots, but you don't know where you got the idea from. But, but see, then you mix it with the other things that you know and the other things exactly. you see as your own unique flair. Yeah. Zone, which so there's going to be like five awesome. different photos in your head and you mix them together and that becomes a new photo and that's inspiration to somebody else. Which is why I love this whole photography thing because like you can get inspired from a lot of people. And, I and think that's another reason I take my Chemex everywhere, as stupid as it is because it's going to break one day. Yeah. Nobody, nobody takes their Chemex out. Yeah, so. nobody does. <laughs> Okay. But then, it's become my, my, my thing. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so like this is like this one is tough. Like Instagram's been messed up for a while. Like it's been like two, three weeks that like engagement is like super low, bro. It's super low. Maybe more yeah. than two, three weeks, but I've just been feeling it the two the past two, three weeks. Like I used yeah. to get like sixty comments, seventy comments. I'm not that big and I don't ever wanna be that big. But I get like to 30, 20, 30 now, and like the likes went down, and like I don't, a lot of people don't see my stories even, which is weird. Like I yeah. have like a thousand something followers, and I get like, I don't know, max like 200 people seeing my stories, which is strange because I thought everybody saw their stories. Yeah, it's been the same for me. And what I noticed is this when uh, Instagram released their new feature, the Reels, um, that's when ah. engagement switched and the algorithm switched. Mm. Um, yeah, it's been really tough to mitigate that. And I, I've been all over the place, too. I'll yeah. post one photo, and it will get, like, 600 likes. It have huge engagement. Yeah. And then literally the next day, which I'll post something I think is better, mm. and it will get less likes so this is yeah. what really baffles me and this hurts the most and i know it's just the algorithm yeah. i waited on the, the james coffee photo i posted yesterday mm -hmm. for national coffee day i've been mm -hmm. sitting on that for probably about a month and a half because i wow. love that photo so much yeah and i was like all right i'm gonna wait for a good time and a good place in my feed and I yeah. finally posted yesterday, and I was so excited and so proud because I've been waiting on that one. Yeah. And I got like 70 likes. It's oh, like man. when I use when 
and it's not about the likes and it and i know it's an algorithm yeah but i'm like oh dude i like on coffee photos they usually average like 400 plus and i'm at, I'm at yeah, 70 same, uh, bro. like, my, and, like and, i don't and, get 400 but like my my coffee shots they usually get more likes than the other shots yeah and and, and now it's like man Dude, and it's like you know it's the algorithm, but you're like, oh, is it a bad photo? Is it yeah. does it suck? Do I delete it? Do I delete my Instagram? Do mm-hmm. I delete my life? What's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Yesterday I was like, mm, fuck it. I'm not gonna post for a few. I'm just. I might just quit. Like, fuck this. I'm not doing it. Like, it's it's been so low, and I know like there like a few people hit me up. They were like, yo, bro, we can't repost your photos. I was like, what do you mean? They were like, we want to repost oh, it on our what? stories, but we can't. And I was like, that's weird. Oh, dude, you're going to the shadow ban. No, 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 I don't think so. Because I, I didn't do anything no. wrong. Like, it's not like I followed and unfollowed people or, like, uh, I don't know, left, like, random comments, like, all emojis or anything. I didn't do any of that. But, like, and then, like, one friend, like, he hit me up and he was like, bro, like, I can't comment on your photos. It's like, what the fuck is happening? But then other people can. Like, I get, like, 20, 30 other people to comment on on my shots and they can so I, I, yesterday i was like yeah, all right um, i'm just gonna chill on this yeah like, that's so so strange yeah like yesterday i was like i'm just gonna chill and like not post for a while and then i don't know bro i don't know what's gonna happen but something will hopefully yeah <laughs> like, do you care I, about that stuff i, like, I don't do know you, if you've uh do you care like you know if, yeah, how many I likes do. you get I, and stuff much as everybody tells you oh it's not about that don't care about that i agree it's not about the likes and it's more so about the art aspect of it so yes however i do care about it and i do think everyone should care about it which this is a a little bit of a different uh, perspective for people yeah um but the reason i the reason i care about it is because it's getting me one step closer to my goal when my photos are seen. It's it, I don't care so much necessarily about like the like count or the comments. Yeah. Uh, granted, like I love reading the comments and I try to get back to as much as possible. Um, yeah. But it's more so about knowing that my art is being seen in the world and yeah. and also with every bit of information I get from my photos. So comments that are good or bad, I learn. Okay, this is. Uh, what people like this is what people don't like and in that same regard not that i'm going to cater to the people that don't like my photos i'm going to make the art for myself however with the the negative aspect i can also see you know what let me look at it from that that angle if i do it a little bit different but still match my my similar tones and create something better in the long run so it's just more of like information i i get for myself to make better content make better art uh, and also, it's trying to push me towards my goal of um, hopefully doing this full time one day. So the more exposure, of course, what, you know, you're, the, you're the not be- doing better. this full time. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> well, kind, kind of, but not really. So. Okay, but do you do anything on the side? If you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. Uh, do, you do not want to know what I do on the side. Right, it's cool. bloody. It's gross. <laughs> I work on computers. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> not that bad. Uh, yeah, so yeah, no, not at all. Um, I, I work at Best Buy and Geek Squad right now part time, so okay. um, that that kind of uh, fulfills uh, 
my other side of income. So, oh. yeah, I, I just work on, work on computers on the side. Okay. Um, I actually just went to my first uh, interview yesterday for uh, a full-time corporate uh, photography job for product photography. So nice. um, that that's going to be a good step in the right direction. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, well, best of luck with that. Other, otherwise, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Otherwise, uh, I I would love to push into uh, full time freelance one day. I just know that's going to be a while down the road. I don't anticipate that anytime soon. So yeah. I think with this uh, corporate job uh, doing product photography, um, that's going to be at least a good placeholder for the time being to get more experience, get studio experience, and then right. hopefully push me off the edge one day. You know, I've that's, never that's I've never goal. shot in a studio, bro. You know. I, I've built my makeshift makeshift studios at home. Mm. So yesterday was my first time, and it was so odd. Yeah. But so nice. Yeah. Because like it was so professional. Like they had a uh, they had a Canon 6D for me mm. um, with big studio lights that were synced to the camera. So nice. every time I hit the shutter, like it flashed. Like it was so crazy. It was so yeah. fun. It is fun, but like I feel like I get bored in a studio. Like, I've shot in a studio yeah. one time, but we didn't have, like, the whole light thing. But the studio was amazing, bro. They had, like, all these, like, nude colors and stuff. And it was for, like, a bikini brand. And, like, we got in there. Okay. We had, like, three girls. I mean, two. Yeah, three girls. No, four girls. One of them, she had the brand. The other one was the assistant and two models. And we shot some, like, great photos just with natural light. But, like, if they wanted, like, a flash or something, I don't even have a flash. Like, I don't, I don't care. I don't, Neither do I. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have a flash, bro. And, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I get, I, get, I get the feeling of, like, like yeah, if you want to shoot bikini, you can't just do it on the street. Like, I get that. But, like, also, you got to kind of sacrifice a lot of, like, other compositions with, like, the nature and all that. Like, I, in my head, I was like, yo, if we get, like, a location where there's, like, not a lot of people, we can have these models walk around with a bikini on the street with like high heels and stuff that would look nuts oh dude that'd be sick yeah but i also might get arrested so, <laughs> so i'm not gonna do that but it would look crazy oh so, yeah yeah that would yeah so like i got i got in there and like i got into like a it was like a creative block in there bro like i was like i have a table i have one mirror and i have a bed what do i do with it so we shot a lot of photos, bro. There was like at least like 2,000 something photos. And I, she gave me like a reference photo. She was like, I want them edited this way, blah, blah, blah. And I edited that way. And then I sent her the photos. And then for some reason, after I sent her the photos, I can't open the file anymore. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't have access to the RAWs. I only have the JPEGs and you can't edit a jpeg shot like it's just almost impossible because it, it will fall apart so oh yeah and then Absolutely. after after like two that, months oh that's painful yeah after two months she hit me up she was like yo can i have the rolls i was like uh don't have the rolls and she was like oh what happened blah, blah, blah. i was like i don't know for some reason my computer crashed or something i can't open the raw files good thing though good thing though i didn't get paid for her, so she can't be mad at me I did that shit yeah, free. Because, like, she was like, yo, I don't have money, but, like, the only thing I can get is, like, I can get the models so you can get, like, some portfolio stuff. And it was like, this is, like, three years ago. 
So you just like, like check it out. You get photography experience. You get to look at chicks in bikinis. Well, win win, right? It's crazy. <laughs> but I did it, and it was fun. And like one of the girls I've shot with before, and she's like, she's amazing, bro. Like you gotta you gotta check her out. Like she's a really good model. At the same time, she, like usually models are not that that. You know what I mean? Like personality wise, they're not that. You know. But, like, this yeah, one I, and, like, a lot of the other ones that I've shot with, they're great, bro. Like, they all have personality. They can laugh at themselves. They can – they listen to, like, directions and stuff, and they give you new ideas. And you're like, oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. We can do this. We can do that. So the photos came out good. I posted some of them on my other account. And then my other account – I just stopped posting on my other account since I started this one. <clears throat> so – all of this to say, when I got into that creative block in that studio, I want to see if you were there, how would you approach it? Like, if you were at a, at, a, at a space where you're like, I don't know what the fuck I can do here that would look good. Like, what can I do to make this one bikini look good? You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So um, there's a thing that I've been using more and more often um, to help me with that creative process. And it's actually just shooting through things. So I actually went to the store and bought some fake plants to shoot through. Okay. Um, and I, I plan to bring them with me places. I, I've only used it in-house, but uh, you, can, you can do this outside too. Okay. Um, but for example, uh, I just shot a candle company. And mm -hmm. uh, one of the candles was uh, pineapple scented. So I put a palm leaf in front. I put some uh, orange tropical leaves in the back. And I took that. I'm sorry, uh, flowers in the back. Mm -hmm. And uh, I took the shot, and it still looked a little bit empty. So what I ended up doing was holding uh, a palm leaf behind okay. and in front of the photo, so that way you had some nice depth of field um, in yeah. the back of a palm leaf and the front, and it just completely rounded up the photo. It helped the creative aspect. Yeah. So um, whenever I'm out, too, if I see something, um, a subject I want to take a picture of, I shoot through a tree and get some nice foreground depth. Of, and that usually helps my creative process. It helps make the photo a little bit more interesting. Like like um, you get that yeah. shot, of, like shooting through something else, and then your brain starts opening up? Or like, is that the answer? That's usually my answer. So I'll go okay. and take the shot initially first. Okay. And then if I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right, it's good, but it it's just average um yeah. that's when i'll look for something to shoot through and that's uh, going going back to the yosemite photo uh that's what i did with uh you know the the tunnel view photo i was like all right everyone takes this photo like it's a good photo but it's it's not creative enough so that's why i found that that one branch reaching out so i focused on the branch and then shot through that and then took another exposure of focusing on the valley and then the branch is blurry and that like satisfied my creative nature so okay. when you when you shoot through something you there are endless opportunities because there's trees there's flowers there's yeah. brush there's anything to shoot through even if you shoot through like your sunglass lens yeah. like or even the frame um if it's out of focus, it's you're it looks, you're just gonna yeah. be completely shooting through it. So you're still yeah. gonna see the subject. So there's just an endless opportunity of things you can shoot through to use yeah. foreground depth, and that's what personally satisfies my creative outlook when I'm in that um, when I'm in that rut. So right. I I made a I made a post about that. It was a chemics photo because um, 
I, I was posting so many coffee photos where it just kind of got dry. I was, I was kind of posting the same style over and over. So yeah. uh, we had just moved, we had just moved into the new house, and uh, my wife's wedding bouquet was sitting there on the table just because we haven't we didn't bring it upstairs yet. Yeah. So I was like, all right, um, maybe let's uh, shoot through this. And I so I used my Chemex and I held her bouquet upside down mm-hmm. and shot through the leaves, and it just added that. Flare to my coffee photo that I was missing. So, I I definitely recommend trying to shoot through something and find some foreground depth. That always satisfies my creative block. Okay, for me it's like for me it's like if I get into the creative block, I need to just sit down, (laughs) like I just not do anything for like five ten minutes. And I'm like, all right, no, I just gotta analyze things. Like, I gotta, I gotta see like what I can use, the stuff oh, that definitely. I can put in front and in the back, and where can the model stand, or like if it's like a product thing, where the model, what the product can model. But I have to just sit down and like look at the location and see like what I can do, and also think about the edit I want to put on this. Like, I'm like, all right, cool, I can put like. I don't know, like some light coming from this way and it's gonna be yellow and it's gonna tear the right side of the photo up cause like it's gonna be super yellow and the rest of the photo is gonna be blue or, you know what I mean? For me, it's like in, 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 in that sense, I have to just sit back and just look at what I have that I'm working with. But then, so the best advice you can give is like, all right, shoot through something, you always get something dope, right? Cause it's like- Yeah, I would I, say I, so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Cause I I have done like a chemic shot through another glass. Like it was two chemics. It was a good day, bro. It's two chemics around me. It was a great day. <laughs> Absolutely. So it was like yeah, I so shot a chemix through you... another chemix and it looked bomb. But I haven't. I'm not gonna post that photo yet. <laughs> oh, dude, that's a good idea. I want to see that. They'll send that to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. Even for try it if you do models next time. Cause uh, not that. Uh, they were models, but uh, my friends, uh, Aaron and Chris, uh, I, they took me out to Los Angeles to do uh, urban photography, which I've never done. Right. And um, I took a shot of them um, where I was shooting through a bush, and it's the two of them standing like face-to-face looking at each other. Okay. So I'm getting the side profile, and I shot through the bush, and it just looks it's so much better than the picture I took of just them talking. Yeah. And uh, I, I might post that eventually. I'm waiting for the, the feed to, to move along a bit because yeah. uh, I posted one similar already. Yeah. But um, it it just added uh, an aspect to the photo where before it was just a photo and I probably was not going to ever think about posting that on my Instagram. Yeah. But now it it just added a, a different mystery to it. So try it with your models because uh, it, it works well with people. It helps um, mm-hmm. solidify the subject of the person and uh, just give them that depth and that mystery factor. And it, right. it just helps with the overall aesthetic. Right. But then, okay, so like, uh, where do you get, where do you get like your inspiration from? Like, do you, do you have people on Instagram that you look at their photos and they're like, hmm, now I got an idea from this photo and I'm going to go try it. Like give me yeah, your top three. Little, give me your top three. Yeah, I, I think um, a little bit of both. I, I try to I actually, so I have an iPad Pro and I, I do all my um, editing and uh, I guess planning on that. So I'll sit down and like actually sketch out ideas 
and try those photos. So that's usually where I start for my my own ideas. Um, But I definitely do take inspiration from uh, a lot of people on Instagram. So um, if I'm going to give like my top three creators that I take Mm -hmm. inspiration from, I guess I'll do some indirect, some direct. Um, With indirect, uh, of course, uh, with Luke, which which I already mentioned. Um, I take inspiration not necessarily from the shot from him, but more so the tones. Just because, Mm -hmm. like, I, you know, he shoots in Iceland and all these crazy places. And, uh, of course, I'm never going to be able to replicate that. Iceland is a dream, bro. I gotta uh, go to Iceland. Iceland and also, like, Scotland. I gotta go to Scotland. Yes. Wales, all these locations, bro. Like, the landscapes you can get at these spots is, like, next level. Like, unreal. Yeah. So, so with for, Luke, for, so with Luke, I take inspiration from his tones, um, right. and he, he gave me the inspiration for uh, how I how I color grade my photos. Okay. Um, another big inspiration I, I have uh, is actually now a good friend of mine. Uh, his Instagram handle is Brett's Out B R E T T S O U T. Um, so it's funny. I met him uh, over Instagram, like a lot of a lot of my friends um and he takes just the most incredible landscape photos i've ever seen and yeah so i i uh i was looking at his geotags and i seen that one one of his tags was like 15 minutes from where i live and i'm like dude so i shot him a dm and yeah yeah, so now we've gone out shooting and we've actually planned a trip together uh to go to yosemite uh this this weekend so yes super cool guy a super talented photographer he's he's and again i think this is more yeah he's insanely talented um so i I took a lot of inspiration from his landscapes because he shoots a lot of california landscapes so of course being a californian um and primarily what I shoot. Um, yeah. it, it, he's gave me the inspiration of uh, travel and where to hunt out new locations, hunt out those those banger shots, right. you know, because <laughs> right. he, he's gone to a lot of places that yeah. 90% of Californians have no idea is imagine. even in our state. So, yeah. yeah, he's been such an inspiration, such an awesome guy, good friend. Oh. Um, yeah, and then... For the third, I don't even want to place a singular name on it, but more so the entire um, EDC pirate community. Right. <laughs> Just because, Jeez, literally, that was man. my start. I I, I fell in. I fell in with you guys yep. and um, it, everyone on the galley uh, it, and all the the, the knife photos. That, that's how I got started with the coffee photos because. I seen you guys posting coffee. I seen you guys posting coffee with your knives, and I'm like, oh man, like, <laughs> I, I gotta do this, you yeah. know. So, yep. so I, so I've worked, I've tried to replicate a lot of uh, your guys's photos or make them different in my own way. Yeah. Um, I know, like Mike Brooks does a lot of coffee and knife yeah, photos. I that love that guy, bro. That guy um, is a legend. Yeah, he's such a nice of course, dude. Uh, Oh yeah, he's such a of nice course. Uh, he's a, he's some amazing some great some crazy motherfucker named Pirate Samuel. He's pretty oh, cool yeah. too. I don't uh, know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get no, get him on the podcast. <laughs> um, of course, um, honorable mention to uh, Big Tony. He was, I oh, think, yeah. probably the first person I ever talked to on uh, in, in that community. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just some amazing creative people on yeah. there. Um, 
And I, I, that's how I started this entire inspiration of posting coffee photos, posting knife photos, um, having that dark and moody feel. Uh, so I, I would love to give the inspiration to one singular person, but it really, I really can't. It was all of you guys collectively, the entire community yeah. and getting to know you all. It, it was just incredible. Yeah. Um, also of course, um, David Paul, DP, um, oh, DP, yeah. Yeah, Ricky. Um, I gotta Captain get that Ricky. guy. I'm, yeah. I'm getting that guy on. Ricky, I, I have, I don't, I don't, I actually don't think he knows I have a podcast. I don't know. I don't know for sure. And I think <laughs> he's, a, he's a busy guy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funnier if he doesn't know. And like one day I just hit him up and be like, "Yo, bro, can we um, get on an episode?" And be like, "What are you talking about? That would be funny." <laughs> but yeah, DP, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna try and get him on the podcast because I feel like he's a super interesting guy. But like he's he's quiet, yeah. and at the same time he has like really great shots. So I gotta I gotta try and get him on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, David is an awesome guy. I've, yeah, I've chatted with him a little bit, um, just about like you know, life philosophies and you yeah. know, stuff, and just a little, just a, a hair. I think it was with the whole mask the movement thing yeah. um and talking with him he, he's just such a, a a brilliant guy um yeah absolutely incredible yeah i actually it's funny i just got a package from him last night so oh, nice. i have to, to open that so nice yeah that, um, that mask the movement yeah, thing David's that we did awesome was guy. like was super dope bro like i felt powerful i was like yo i got a nation coming at it with like one hashtag it was beautiful dude it was so good. It, it was super cool. It, yeah. it, was, a, it was a great movement. Um, yeah. yeah it, on that note, yeah, things in the world are crazy. How have you been, man? How have you been holding <laughs> up? I've been great, man. Uh, shit got weird about like three, four <laughs> days ago. Because like my so my, oh, aunt, really? my aunt, she got she got the virus. But it's like super low, oh, like no. super weak. So she's totally fine. But like she has to be quarantined. Like she can't get out. And then my other aunt, she's like super sick, and my cousin is sick, and my grandma lives in the same building, and she got sick today, but they didn't do the test, because oh, the doctor man. was like, it's not that serious, like, it's not the virus, you don't have the signs, so don't worry about it. So we're kind of like, <laughs> everybody's like staying away from each other, so it's been like a few yeah. weird days, but... Other than that, it's all right, bro. Everything's cool. I just got this this little office thingy from from my uncle to like record these podcasts and stuff, and like just chill instead oh, of like instead of like going to a cafe because you know it's a little dangerous over there. You said like you you look at the shot that you take and like the spot that you take them. So what I want to know is like like when I take a shot. I don't know if this shot is gonna work until I get it on my computer and then be like, all right, this is gonna work, or like, nah, this going, this is trash. Like, I need to delete these like ASAP. Nobody needs to see this. So in terms of like, <laughs> so in terms of like critiquing, critiquing myself, I'm I'm a little too harsh with it, and because I just posted like like about a week ago, I posted like 20 or 30 shots that I had in my in 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 my like favorites folder or whatever that I was gonna post eventually but like I was like nah these are like holding me back and they're not that great and I posted all of them on my story and I was like this is the like these are never gonna be posted and a bunch of people hit me up and they were like yo you're too hard on yourself this is pretty dope I was like I don't think so these are these are decent but like not like mm, you know what I mean like you know those photos that you post and like in like 20 minutes it gets like I don't know like 20 reshares and like 
a hundred likes or whatever is not those. <laughs> but then in, yeah. in critiquing uh, it and like also like thinking to yourself like, is it good enough to go on the portfolio or not? You know what I mean? How do you go about that process? Dude, I know exactly what you mean. Mm -hmm. It's the same way for me. Yep. So I am so critical on myself and on the photos I post. Yeah. And I will literally, so like for example, I keep bringing up Yosemite. It's just such mm -hmm. a pinnacle in my photography career. But yeah. um, I, after I got back from Yosemite the first time, I had 900 photos. Wow. And I think I initially had, out of those 900 10 that I really liked and wanted to post. 10. Yep, yep. And not that the other photos were bad, but they just like they were not quote unquote up to my standard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of photos where I looked at it and I'm like, it's good, but I don't know if I'm going to post it. And mm -hmm. I did that for a few weeks. Yeah. So that, um, finally, one of the photos, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to post this. I'm like, it's probably not going to get very many likes because it's just so so compared to the rest of my others yeah so whatever i'll just post it and then that one ended up being like one of my most popular of all time I'm like oh, dude, yeah. What? Yeah. so i that's that i think that one instance kind of made me look at things in a different way because yeah. um, now when i see a so so photo i'm like all right maybe i should just post it maybe it, it Maybe it will turn out good. Worst case scenario, if it doesn't fit my feed and it doesn't turn out good, I can I can archive it. Yeah. Uh, I tell myself that. Yeah. But I still have the internal battle of, eh, yeah, nah, it's not up to standard. Yeah. yeah. But dude, I definitely know what you mean. I am, I'm my biggest and hardest critic. Yep. I look at everything and I'm like, ah, oh, dude, what about this one little speck in the back that I can't yeah. Photoshop? Look yeah. at uh. I, I can't get the colors 100 yeah, percent right. Does yeah. it fit the feed? Maybe if I, yeah. maybe if I post a few photos first and make it fit in the feed better, maybe I'll do it that yeah. way. And then I get to that time and I'm like, nah, I still don't mm -hmm. like it. It's so hard. I'm so overly yeah. critical, and I, I think that's a pro and a con. And I'm, I'm sure you can agree because you're the same way. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a positive because you're refining your art. You're making sure you're making something up to standard making quality however in a negative note it's it's almost a, instagram is almost a little bit limiting because it, it, at least in our field because a lot of people just post whatever on instagram but yeah we're we're trying to put good content out there and exactly. it's kind of tough because we're limiting ourselves where we know something's a good photo but it's not quote unquote up to standard it's not a banger yeah. so it's kind of tough because we we nitpick our own work and yeah. we question the quality of our own work and, and it, it also comes down to like you know like that that whole stay original thing like your niche thing yeah like what do you what do, what are you about like it's kind of weird that you have to be about something you know what i mean like yeah, the only I mean, reason i made this account was that i could post whatever i wanted to comparing to the other account where it was like only portraits and I would post a landscape and people would be like, what is this? I need the portraits. So I was like, all right, cool. yeah. I'm just going to come over here and like make a new Instagram, which is also crazy because <laughs> the whole thing, the whole EDC thing, I don't know how it happened. But now, now you're in that. Yeah. Thing. Like now I'm like <laughs> going to like random shops, looking at knives and shit. 
I can't find anything good, but like, it's crazy. So I got into like yeah. this whole EDC thing and like the support was like insane, bro. Like I was like, I had like, I got so many reshares, like the first two, three weeks of me being on it, on this account that I was like, wow, this is like, I've never experienced anything like this. So I don't, I don't remember how I got into the whole EDC thing, but I'm glad I did somehow. And it, 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 yeah. it, it snowballed to like a bunch of stuff that we just dropped like the whole coin thing and like I'm working on a yeah, few other that. other products that are coming out soon hopefully and yeah so like how did you how did you how do you go about like that whole staying original thing like is that something you struggle with with like the content you put out or a hundred percent yeah so kind of the same um i fell into the the edc genre because at first like i was only taking photos on my phone and it was you know just oh no here's my knife uh here's yeah. my coffee yeah and i it, i fell very deep into the edc community and not that there's anything wrong with that but then and i was talking to uh mb wild about this yeah. um he, he kind of helped me with this transition because i was telling him i'm like dude I, i'm really interested in landscapes but i posted a landscape before and it, it tanked it wasn't good like how do i i branch out and he, he gave me a lot of tips and yeah. pretty much gave me gave me the blessing to, yeah. to branch out and uh, yeah. do something different so when i transitioned my feed from all edc and coffee to landscapes and lifestyle right. it, it for a while it did take a tank yeah. um but eventually i i brought up the uh the audience to have the audience for landscapes as well as maintain the audience for EDC. So I've just kind of had to blend the worlds of, right. the, of them both. But it, it did take some legwork and some effort to be able to to make it work and learn how to blend the two. Right. Um, so in that same scenario, I guess, like I, I guess I did, I, I the whole stay original. Um, I guess I did kind of do that because. I've kind of blended the both of them right. and it is into my own style. But also like I hear, I, I, I hear a lot of, Oh dude, you're just like Peter McKinnon. You, that's what he posts. And like people say it as a compliment, but now I'm like, ah, yeah. fuck. Like, yep. now I get, I get like that different. too, bro. I get those comments. I'm like, yo, this, yeah. like, this is like a shot that I took, blah, 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 whatever. And then people send me the photo and be like, Oh man, like this is great. Like it almost gives me like Peter McKinnon vibes. And I'm like, fuck. That's all I, I was going it, for. But it's, it's like, you know, it's a compliment. It is a compliment. Like, oh, and trying, like, it's a great, I, it's like I'm not humbling. trying to be Peter McKinnon. Now I'm trying to be Sammy Klein, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you it's know? true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's a big struggle, especially in this, in this community. Right. Um, so I, so I think like with it, mine personally, I, I'm trying to branch out even more than I did initially. So when I went to, like I mentioned, I went to Los Angeles and I took some urban shots. So right. I just randomly in between coffee and uh, nature, I threw in uh, the one uh, landscape shot, or I'm sorry, not landscape, but urban shot with mm -hmm. uh, my buddy Chris sitting on the beam in between the towers and that did so well. I was like prepared for that to tank because it was out of my genre and I was using like street hashtags and everything yeah. and it did so well and people were, were very receptive of it. And I mm -hmm. think it's just because I've built like my loyal audience and it's just something new for them to look at something different. Um, so 
I would say for everyone out there, if you want to branch out and post something different and do your own style, go for it. Don't don't box yourself into one particular niche unless that's what you're about. Like there's a lot of people that they don't care about anything other than EDC photos, which is great. That's them. That's their style. For me, I I wanted to do something a little bit more. It was more so the passion of photography at heart versus, you know, the EDC. So that's kind of why I had to take a step back from the EDC and uh, go more classic photography, but also blend them because I still love that, that life. Um, So, yeah, if if anybody wants to branch out, just literally just do it. Uh, you're you're gonna tank for a while. It happens, but it happens just to be all consistent. Of us. Yeah, just be consistent with what you like and what inspires you, and you know, go for it. Yeah. Um, you know, I was talking to a, another friend uh, from EDC community, and I, I won't mention name just to keep his uh, his anonymity. Uh, yeah. But he, he was kind of in the same boat and uh, still is. And uh, he's like, dude, like, I want to post different stuff. But, you know, all I post is EDC stuff. And he's like, I love it, but it's it's not 100% me. Like, I, there's other stuff I want to post. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, dude, like, either, you know, completely access Instagram and make a new one or convert this one. I'm like, dude, you have so many options. Like, don't feel stuck. Like, it's like we would all understand. Like, right. I did the same thing. I made the transition just post what you want to post and even if you sprinkle it in here and there and you know blend it or you start a new instagram or you have both i'm like dude just don't be stuck in that creative rut just just do it and create what you want to create and um you know it's all person to person and what uh each and every person is inspired by so it's kind it's kind of tough especially once you've built that community to not only i guess not necessarily leave it but put it on the back burner it, it is tough so right. um but then yeah. I mean, that that comes down to like that comes down to like all right so like as an artist like i'm i'm gonna put like photography into like the artist genre which it is but like for some people oh, yeah. it, it it might not be right so what i want to what i want to ask you and like i'm not gonna answer this question because it's too tough but what do you what do you what do you like <laughs> what do you like to be like what do you like to be remembered by like when you die god forbid when you die what do you want people to remember you by like would you be like uh, I want, would you be like i want to remember me by uh seeing my face on a coffee bag and be like oh that guy no i'm just kidding <laughs> like, that's my dream <laughs> um no um it's, this is a great deep question you ask because I've pondered that myself. Um, I've previously I fell into like a big rut of like, oh well, we're all gonna die. What's the meaning of life? What's the mm-hmm. purpose? Like, you know, yeah. and I, I've struggled with that for so long, and I think I finally kind of like, I guess after getting older and growing and figuring it out, I've kind of, I guess, made my own interpretation of that. Um, yeah, I think it's two answers. Um, the, the first is I have a daughter and I plan to have more kids. So I want to be remembered, of course, by them and, you know, my future grandchildren of right. just being a, a, a good person, a good father and being mm-hmm. good role model in life. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, on, on the personal aspect of that, just you know, family wise, of course. Um, yeah. And then on the, the personal um I guess 
my creative side, uh, I, I'd love to, I guess, have my photos out there one day. And even if it's not named, it's not watermarked or anything, like just to have someone get inspiration from my photos and, you know, long after I pass on, have some inspiration for other people to continue to create and make new content or go see amazing places um, like Yosemite. Not a lot of people know this is in California. And yeah. of course, you know, go see it responsibly. Don't ruin the lands and don't over flood it. But right. um, just inspiration for people to go enjoy nature and go enjoy these places. So I think that's my selfless uh, aspect on it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I want people to go explore. I want people to go have their creativity and go see these amazing places. So um, I, I think family and uh, just sharing the world in a responsible manner, I guess. Right. So. You know why I asked that? Because that's like the whole, the whole, you know, Andy Warhol. Yes. That guy sold, that guy sold a banana. <laughs> <laughs> For $38 million. In 2011, and he was like, "Fuck everybody else. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to remember. What I want to what I want to be remembered by. God, I can't talk for shit." (laughs) So so he was like, he 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 sold a banana screen print. It wasn't even. I don't think it was a painting. Was it a painting? I don't. I think Uh, it was like a screen painting of some sort. And he sold that for like 38 million or something, or 40 million. And and that's what like yeah, people remember Andy Warhol by like a lot of things and like a lot of different uh, productive stuff that he did. But the most famous thing, and I'm sure maybe he wasn't on purpose. But the most famous thing is that banana screen print thing. <laughs> it's funny now. It's funny it's now, obvious, but when he sold it for forty million, it wasn't funny. It was real. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> so that's why I'm asking that question. Like, I'm like, like, would you would you want it to be something that you want to be remembered by, or would it would you want to would you want to let the community or like the people pick what you want to be what you what you're gonna be remembered by? I swear to God, I, I've never like struggled talking this much. <laughs> English is a hard language. Have <laughs> you seen the word um, yacht? What is that shit? Yeah. Yacht. <laughs> Dude, is, is English your native language? Like your uh, first? No, or? it's not, but I speak it, I think, not that bad. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, so English is the first and only language I know. I still struggle with it. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm good. Uh, it is a crazy fucking language. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, there's a. Let's get into English. There's three there's there there and there. They're all spelled differently. Mean yeah. different things. So. Yeah. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> yeah. The, what the fuck? Who, who made this? Anyways. A- anyways. <laughs> um, I think we're um, so. I don't want to pick something to be remembered by, just because that would make it ingenuine because I'm not in it for that. I, I think whatever I'm remembered by, aside from family, uh, if right. we're talking like creative aspect and right. photography, I don't want to be remembered by something I pick. I don't want to be like, oh, he's the coffee guy that goes to Yosemite. Like, right. I don't, obviously, like, I pick those things because those are my two favorite things. Yeah. But, like, if the, the community 
if it, that's even a thing, um, <laughs> when I long, mm-hmm. long later mm-hmm. on in life. Um, but yeah. if it is, if they remember me by something else, like, oh, he just sold a banana that one time, right. <laughs> just for reference, <laughs> something, something odd, um, then yeah, you know, of course, yes. you know, I, but I don't want to like pick the thing because that's, that's super ingenuine. Like whatever, uh, yeah. whatever mark I leave on the world, whether it's coffee in Yosemite or a banana, yeah. it, it is. It yeah. is right. <laughs> and I don't want any like Andy Warhol fans coming at me. Like I respect that guy. But like I'm just oh, saying, 100%. it's like it's like it, it's a thing. Like we've all seen it. In 2011, he sold it for 40 million dollars. It was a banana screen print. It was beautiful. As an artist, <laughs> I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like he can he can sell that for 40 million. What else can he sell? You know? It's like man, I'm gonna sell an orange. Yeah. yeah I'm like <laughs> I started getting into painting. As, no, I'm kidding. But uh, what yeah, else, right. what is what is like? Do you do do you do a lot of business? sort of deals on from like this account or or you don't Mm, great question um a lot no (laughs) but uh i have started transitioning into a business model um yeah i've got a few clients off of it so so um more so uh i like i want to work with more brands and also do uh, product photography so i know a lot of people like they want to work with brands just to post their photos but um, and just be like quote unquote sponsored, but more so like I want to um, want to help other brands post better photos. Right. So like I, I was like, oh dude, like yeah, product photography. That's that's the key. So yeah. I've worked with a few clients already to um, take photos of their products and make Instagram and ad worthy photos for them. Right. And not not necessarily for me to post on my feed and be sponsored by and shout them out. Right. Um, just because for me that's a little bit ingenuine like if i like the thing i like the product and it fits me like i'll post it just to post it but yeah more more so to to help other people have better quality content on their yeah. pages so like you would, you wouldn't with... want to be like an influencer you want to be a yeah, person yeah. that collaborates with another brand like brand to brand exactly right. so um like I, i've done a few coffee companies before and 99% of the time i'll post their stuff just because coffee is my thing yeah. um but, um, it, you know, not, I, I don't all, I'm not sitting there like, Oh, go check them out. Blah, blah, blah. Cause I'm yeah. not really about that. I'm, I more so just want to create photos for them. So yeah. I've had uh, about three paid clients already that have done uh, product photography for, and it's been so fun. Yeah. And I see that as something that could possibly be sustainable one day in life. So, right. uh, I, I'm moving into, trying to do product photography and i think that's i'm finding all of my clients through instagram so i'm looking at it as a business aspect like Mm -hmm. that i'm posting what i want to post however i i'm making my connections for business through instagram um now don't get me wrong if there's a brand deal that comes and they want me to post something in exchange for product if it fits my feed fits my lifestyle really important bro it's gotta fit then yeah absolutely yeah Uh, i actually got an email this morning when when i woke up at uh, 4 a.m to (laughs) to talk um (laughs) i I seen an email uh, actually a watch company uh reached out to me and it, it was that scenario they didn't want product photography to pay for it however they're like hey if we send you some watches um would you take photos and in this scenario uh, like I look through their stuff and um, 
You look. Like you got day. cut out. You said you look through their stuff okay, and disconnected for a second. We're having terrible luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I look through their stuff and it fits. It fits my style. It fits my feed. And I, in this scenario, uh, I'm like, yeah. You know what? Uh, send me what you got. I'd love to talk opportunities. Just because, you know, I it, it just adds to my creative aspect. And like, I wear watches every day. So, right. um, I, you know, it, it's a good. It's good. Um, good experiment for me and you know photography wise it builds my portfolio and plus they look like a brand that i i mesh with and would like to work with so in in this scenario i would however i I have been contacted by a lot of companies where uh, i i turn them down respectfully just because it doesn't fit my feet so i've got for example i one was a a blanket company and they're like hey (laughs) if we send you this not really nice uh blanket like would you post photos i'm like I'm like, don't get me wrong. Like, it looks so cozy. The blanket I want is beautiful, it. <laughs> but, but... <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm like, but I have no clue how I'm. Yeah. Gonna put this in my feed. I'm like, so yeah. respectfully, I'm gonna have to decline. Yeah. And then another one was a, uh, uh, it was a, a honey company. So, so the the kicker with this honey company is uh, they infused it with chilies, so it was spicy honey. I'm like, dude, oh. that looks so good. I'm like, yeah. I want to try your stuff, but I'm like. I, I, dude, I, how am I going to post this? I'm like, it, it would be a blatant advertisement. I'm like, I can do product photography for you right. and make it look good. But I'm like, I, I, I can't advertise it on my feed. I'm sorry. Right. So I, I've turned down a few companies just because I want to stay genuine to who I am. Right. Um, and I think everyone should try that it, unless you want to be that influencer, which, you know, no shame on that, you know. Um, but for me, like I've built my, my feed on Instagram just posting what I love and posting what makes me me. I don't want to stray from that. Now, if product photography opportunities come, like, of course I'll take them and take photos for these companies. Like I've never posted a candle before and I've done candle product photography for clients, Right. but it's, it was more so a business deal versus, you know, a a sponsorship or post this on your feed and say nice things about me. Uh, I don't want to do that unless I generally, generally, use a product genuinely like it and it fits my narrative um if that makes sense yeah well then okay so like and i want like it's good that you brought that up with like different examples but at the same time i want to also like give this information to you but like at the same time give it to the community as well is that i've done like photography for like four or five years and like all my clients for the portrait work came through instagram and i've never hit anybody up right But usually companies hit you up and they ask you if you would take some photos for them if um, they send you free stuff. And the reason is that it would cost them a lot less for the photos to come out. So I just want everybody to know that. Like if if there is a wallet that costs like $30 on the website, it actually costs them like four to make it. And if you're gonna charge them yeah. like if you're gonna charge them like a hundred bucks for like ten photos and that's like pretty cheap, if you're gonna charge them a hundred bucks for ten photos, they just got that ten photos for four dollars. So keep that in mind when you're doing this all all this type of deals because like that's important. At the same time, it's good when you want to build a portfolio, but also keep in mind that these brands are brands that are selling products to people that they made those products for one eighth of the price they're selling it for yeah and, and um, what you're creating is art and they it also helps them sell those products 
So it's got to be some sort of a deal, like at least for me, if, 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 if a brand... If a brand contacts me and asks me to do the same thing, I would be like, all right, so I'd either want to get like royalties for like a year or just give me like a flat rate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, does that uh, what, make sense or does that sound absolutely. too harsh? Like, I don't want, I don't, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be like mean or anything. I'm just saying like it, it, your, art, your, your art is like more valuable than four dollars is all i'm saying yeah so um w one of my favorite creators of all time uh which i've been following him since before i even started this instagram i've been following him on my personal instagram for for a while um his name's michael philadad he does uh, tech photography mainly in like desk setups and he is by far one of the most genuine most creative people i know and he actually has his own podcast with uh, another talented creator um Chelsea Horn. So there's okay. his uh, Coffee with Creators um, selfless plug, just because I love them. Right, um, right. <laughs> so um, yeah. So uh, before I got into client work and brand deals, when I got my very first brand deal, like on the table, I shot Michael a message, and I had never talked to him before. I'm like, hey, can I get your opinion? Can I talk to you? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he he uh, respectfully uh, responded and actually had a conversation with me. Super cool. And um, nice. And he he talked me through the and talked to me about um, pricing and taking free products in exchange for photos. And he told me a similar thing. He's like, "Listen, so the products that they make is free advertisement, and then you have a loyal following. And if you go and advertise their stuff, it's invaluable because." all of your loyal followers trust you and trust your word. Yeah. So it is instant recognition for this brand. It's instant money exactly. for this brand. So, you know, they might be sending you products, but it's well worth it for them because you're influencing quote unquote, um, exactly. much more people in the long run. Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, he kind of told me like, you kind of have to give and take what you want paid and what you want free and whether it, it tips the balance um, and another another great tip he told me was know your worth. So don't undersell yeah. yourself, or don't just yeah. take something just because it's a brand deal. Exactly. He's like, know know how much you charge for yourself. Mm -hmm. Do a few shots, figure out what you feel your worth is, and then charge. And yeah. don't undersell yourself. Yeah. And then and then he's like, of course, if the opportunity comes with a brand that you really want to work with, and it's. Um, not paid but they give you a product he's like if you think it's worth it take it and then yeah. you know the next time they come and ask you ask about compensation ask about pay yeah. and then it might turn into something bigger down the road so uh he was telling me don't be afraid of those but also know your worth know which ones you want to work with and know which ones that you might want to collaborate with uh, essentially yeah because so, like as photographers we yeah, do that he, we think like Oh, I've just been shooting for like four years. I shouldn't get. I shouldn't be getting paid. No, like, you've been you've been putting your time into it. Like for me, people still so, ask me for like free shoots, and I'm like, no, I'm not doing that because you weren't there when I put in like 15 hours in one day just learning how to use a camera for like two years. You weren't yeah. there. I didn't get paid for those hours, so I, I went and learned how to do this thing, and now. When you want me to give you the art, you have to pay for it. 
it's just fair. Like I'm I'm not yeah. I don't go to a coffee coffee shop and ask for free coffee just because I can. That doesn't work. It's just, it, it, coffee coffee is like a product I understand, but this is a service that could be translated into a product. So it's it's important yeah, to absolutely. know your worth and also like yeah, how long you've been shooting. Like if you just started, I get it. If you just started, I understand. But like for the portrait thing, I shot I shot like three models. I shot three models for free and the fourth one was paid, which is insane. It was like two months into my photography thing. So so and and I didn't know I didn't think I should be getting paid, but I wasn't gonna say no, like yo bro, like I'm I don't think I should get paid, like don't pay me. No, I'm not gonna do that, like I'm gonna get the money. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you put your time and, like, your soul into it, you should be getting paid for the art that you create. And especially if it's yeah, through absolutely. a brand. And then, of course, if a deal comes across your plate with that, you know, that you think is a company that you want to work your way into, exactly. you know, of course, take, take the free deal and, and be creative with it. Yeah. But for a majority, it you know, it know your worth and, and make make your money doing what you love uh, and then one one last tip to go with that like instagram is a money maker not only just recognition yeah. but these brands are going to take your photos yep and they're going to run them on advertisements yeah and it is going to make them money yep your photos without credit yep. to your to the photographer are going to make these brands money exactly and if they're a good brand they'll they'll do you the favor of tagging you but yeah. it, you know it's it, a lot of times, it's they're just going to take your photos and they're going to turn it into a money-making opportunity. Mm -hmm. So they're going to make money off of the effort and money that you spent into it. Yeah. So that's where you really have to weigh your options. And um, dude, there was a few photographers really, in the community really, that had their photos stolen and posted on eBay for a product yeah. they had no idea about, and that brand, yep. that brand was making money off of these photos. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, even on uh, something, uh, a different medium like YouTube, um, there's another creator I've seen uh, in the uh, like tech and desk setup genre yeah. um, where a, a YouTuber I follow actually uh, used his photos as the thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just yeah. mind blowing. Yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. so sad to see that. You know how many clicks um, it will get? Oh, tons. And that person doesn't know. need you to, like, watch the whole 12 minutes. You just need to watch 15 seconds before you realize, oh, this is not that. And that person exactly. already got the view view count. Exactly. So, yeah, it's a tough but business, yeah, bro. Like, people can steal from yeah, you very I, easily. But pff, once you find the worth, yeah. you find the worth and you can get paid from it and you'll be all right. Yeah, that's the thing. At the end of the day, just know your worth. If there's a brand that you want to collaborate with and do free photos for in exchange for product if it fits your lifestyle and you think it's gonna help you in the long run take yeah. it go for it there's nothing wrong with it yeah um you, you get a free you get a free product out of it in exchange for photos you're, you're still getting some sort of compensation yeah. but don't take every deal like yeah. if i would have taken the blanket deal if i would have taken the the honey deal yeah. i would have just been selling myself out because those aren't me those aren't my yeah. things that, so you and know, you like, lost you know, the respect I, of like the community around you bro Exactly. And that's you know, not worth it. So, yeah, <laughs> now don't get me wrong. I'll take those deals to take product photography yeah. for them. However, I'm not going to do it in exchange for, in exchange for product or in exchange for Instagram photos because yeah. that's not genuine to, to yeah. myself. So, 
you know, if, if there's products that come along my, my path where, you know, they, that fit my narrative, yes. Like, if Black Rifle Coffee Company wants to sponsor me, you know damn well I'm mm-hmm. taking that. If tra- mm-hmm. Travel Yosemite wants to sponsor yep. me, you know damn well I'm taking yep. that. You yep. know? But, you know, if freaking, I don't know, some random, like, I don't, I'm looking around my desk, uh, pencil company. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just looking at random things. Yeah. Um, wants to sponsor me. I'm be like, dude, like I have nothing to do with you. Like yeah. respectfully decline, yeah. offer them your paid services. Mm-hmm. And if they don't want that, then there, it's not a brand that you want to work with, you yeah. know? Uh, but you just got to weigh your options. If it's something that you want to work with, then of course take it. If not, you know, it's not the end of the world. There's always going to be other brands. So mm-hmm. yeah, be true to yourself. Yeah. So all this photography talk, but then I still don't know how you got into photography. <laughs> like, how did this whole for the story. debacle started? All right, so I've always been interested in photography. Um, I had a, um, a DSLR camera uh, back in 2014. I had it for about a year before I fell into a, uh, a tough space in life, and I sell it but I, I shot on auto so i never like really like used the camera the way it should be used yeah. um and then from there <laughs> iphones were so good at photos i just took iphone photos and didn't really care much about it but right. um when when quarantine happened well i guess let me back up uh, so before quarantine i started uh this instagram initially as i think like brady.keegan or something i okay. it was just a burner instagram where i was um posting my coffee photos just because I was clogging up my personal Instagram with coffee and my wife was bugging me. She's like, Hey, you don't post pictures of, you know, your family anymore. You're yeah. just posting pictures of coffee. Yeah. You know, she's just like poking right. fun at me. Yeah. But I'm like, Oh, you know what? I guess you're kind of right. So yeah. I created a second Instagram just to like separate the coffee from, you know, my personal life. Yeah. And then from there I was into, um, web and application development. So I started building an, an iPhone application um, to help people learn how to make better coffee, like with different um, brewing methods, like Chemex, yeah. AeroPress, whatever. And um, I was looking for a name for it, and I'm like, all right, what do I like? I'm like, all right, I like mountains. I like coffee. I like making mountains. Or I, I like making mountains. <laughs> I like making coffee in yeah. the mountains. And I literally like. I sat there for like three days trying to figure out a name, and then um, I think my—I I think I owe this to my father-in-law. Um, he's like, "Oh, what about Mountain Trail?" And I'm like, "Oh, dude, that's perfect, Mountain Trail Coffee, perfect." Yeah. So I named the application that, and right. I started putting the pictures for the application on this Instagram. Right. And then COVID hit, and I was like, you know what? I, I just had no motivation to finish it. I, the application is finished; it's sitting on my desktop, oh. but I, I never had the motivation to. Um, publish it and do like all the apple developer stuff because there's a lot that goes into actually publishing yeah so so i was like you know what i am i'm just going to continue posting coffee photos and everything was off my iphone yeah so then um i started getting into the ec genre with you guys and so that was probably february march and i was still posting pictures with my iphone so come may I realized, you know what, I'm taking all these EDC photos with my phone. I want to get back into photography, like, to the core with a DSLR. So yeah. um, I picked up my mother-in-law's uh, 
Canon Rebel T6 in May. So if this tells you a time frame, uh, if anyone listening in the future, it's end of September right now. Yeah. I picked up the DSLR seriously for the first time at end of May, May 26 to be wow. specific. <laughs> um, and I started learning the ins and outs of using it manually and taking manual photos. So yeah. I, I really push hard on landscapes. I really push hard on figuring out the camera, the ins and outs to make better quality content. Right. So it came to the point where um, after Yosemite, uh, which I went in July and right. took photos on uh, the, the Rebel T6, I put them up for print and I started making money. And then it, it, it then I had brands contacting me also at the time. That's when the brand deal started around the same time, like July. So this is two, three months into quote unquote being a photographer like yeah. just learning yeah so i was like you know what i and i already started to push the limits of the rebel i was like i need something better i need something that's going to suit me for for longer and also something that's going to help me make money because i'm pushing the limits of this camera and these brands want to work with me or people want product photography or want to buy prints i'm like i can only go so far with this so after the first little bit of money I made with it, I bought the EOS R uh, with a 24 to 105 lens and a 35 millimeter lens. Okay. And yeah, I bought that in August, and wow. it's just it's completely elevated my photography. Yeah. Um, especially with a 35 millimeter 1.8, like it, it just yeah. there's no comparison for product photography images. Yeah. This lens is crazy. It's, it's yeah. my go-to. So that's kind of like uh, my backstory with photography. I've always been interested in it. I've always loved it, mm-hmm. but it, it took me until COVID hit to finally pursue it. So I think, let's see, uh, June, July, August. I've been doing photography with a camera a total of four months. <laughs> so, wow. Nice, dude. Yeah, it's, nice. it's, it's still kind of, it's weird. It's, it's, new, it's fairly new for me, but I feel like I've been doing it forever just because I've always been interested in it. That's beautiful. Did you, did you ever think that it could come to a thing where you can actually make this a full-time thing and like, get fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the only one. Finish your sentence. <laughs> no, yeah. I never did. Yeah. I continue your sentence. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, like, because it's like, because it's a lot of people's problem. Like, it, a lot of people think that they can never make this into like a full time, full time thing. Like, because it's scary. Because because a lot of people have jobs and like they they kind of like get into the the realm of like, oh, let's do photos and like, how can I get paid from it? And then. They go through the whole process we've been to, through that, okay, stock photos, you can sell prints, you can put your shit on like different products and sell it. And, but then those, those products don't make money and unfortunately we live in a world where we need money. I really wish we yeah. didn't, but like it's, it's fucked up, but we do. And a lot of people would quit because they think that they're either not good enough, one, or two, they think they never gonna make any money off of it to like be sustainable and have like a normal life where they can get paid from the work that they do and enjoy the work so everybody has that nine to five job where they are miserable 
<laughs> but yeah, if you if you can like get like some sort of a balance, like don't quit. Like get a balance where you can just shoot the stuff that you like and have that job on the side, so you can make possibly double the amount that you usually used to make. Because that would be perfect. But then. If you can go full time, you should definitely go full time because it won't feel like like work. You would you would enjoy it every day, and you're like, okay, cool, I'm making money, but at the same time, 100%. I'm doing something that I enjoy every day, and you know, I don't think there is anything yeah. better than that. Like, I don't think anything is better than that. Like, like for me, like I started shooting like. Uh, restaurants and stuff and then I had like five different Instagram accounts and like the way I got into like photography is like my sister bought a camera right it was the 1300D I think it's the T6 if I'm not wrong but it says like 1300D yeah I think that is yeah so and then I was doing like clothing at the time so I had like two brands that I was making clothes and like different designs and hoodies and caps and t-shirts and scarves and a lot of stuff and then one day we went to shoot at this one studio with this girl who knew how to use a camera and the camera was one of the models camera so she went and she shot the whole thing and we had like flashes and blah 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 and then we came home and then the next day i hit her up like hey can i have the photos she was like i can't i was like what do you mean you can't she was like i can't edit these photos it's like what do you mean you told me you know how to use a camera Imagine, like, keep in mind, this is the time I don't know anything about cameras. It's like five, six years ago. So she's yeah. like, I can't edit the photos. I'm like, these photos need to go up because, like, we got to start putting these in, putting these clothes in stores. And, you know, the, the store will need, like, photos of these, these products. So I was like, fuck, all right, what do I do? And then I ask her, what do I do? Because I don't know anybody that is a photographer except her. And she's not really a photographer. She's just an art student that kind of knows how to use a camera. And then uh, she was like, yeah, I know this guy who can uh, edit photos. I was like, fine, who's the guy? Give me the guy. I was not supposed to pay for this whole thing, but I ended up paying like $6 a photo for like a lot of photos. I don't want to even do that. Yeah, yeah. It hurts, dude. I bet you learned how to edit real quick after Ooh, that. Huh? Boy. <laughs> no, and then I got my, so my, my, cam my camera comes from my sister. So my sister bought this camera. She didn't use it after she bought it. She just left it in the house for like a week. She never ended up using it. I took the camera and shot the clothes and then the models came. And then uh, after that, it went on and like I got different models. And then the paid jobs started coming in. And I was like, all right, I'm not just giving this camera back to my sister. Like, that's just not happening. I'm keeping this camera. <laughs> And then I went and bought like a wide lens and then a zoom lens. And then my sister is like, give me back my camera. I'm like, nah, I'm, this is not happening. And then you're like, I'm not giving you my camera. Yeah, this is my camera. <laughs> I told my mother-in-law the same thing when I was using the Rebel. Yeah, it's mine. Like, yeah. I, you wouldn't do anything with it anyways. It was sitting at home for a week. You didn't do anything. She was like, I was waiting for some stuff. I was like, you're not going to do anything with this. Anyways, I picked up the camera, started shooting, got a bunch of jobs, never gave the camera back. And then, um, yeah, so that's how I got into photography. It was my own thing. It was like my own clothing. And I didn't have any photos of it to send to the store to sell it on Instagram. And then that's how I started picking up. And then this whole Pirate Samuel thing with the product photos and the EDC world and stuff came about like four or five months ago 
like when Corona hit yeah. and we was at home for like a month and a half, I started chewing glass tables and stuff. I was just going crazy, bro. It was insane. Like I didn't know what to do. I was like, I can't. I'm not being creative. I'm, I'm losing my shit. I think I'm gonna, like, not be good at photography after this whole Corona thing ends. <laughs> Dude, the paranoia, the paranoia got to me, bro. And then I started just shooting stuff at home, and then I started this account, posted it, got into the EDC world, and the whole thing just took off. And I'm super grateful for everybody in the in the in the community because like they they give me a lot of inspiration without knowing it. And at the same time, I've found a lot of new friends that otherwise I would have never met. Oh, absolutely. And like and like you know like before it used to be like this cool thing where you're like ah oh, you don't you you don't have to like be the first one to like message people or like ask them how you did something because it sounds like you don't know your shit or like you're not good at the stuff that you do and then i just i was like no i don't like that i want to talk to people i want to learn more and like like the moment i realized i can put that cool thing away from my personality like take that part away and just be able to like ask for the stuff that i want and just get the knowledge out of people respectfully dude a whole new world opened up like a whole like a door opened that was like <laughs> it was like a room full of information and then there was like 20 other rooms behind it with the same door that goes through and honestly i'm super glad that i got into this world oh, and yeah. to meet you and to meet other, other the other creators in this world and i'm glad that you could wake up at 5 a.m and do this whole thing with me <laughs> And I just wanted it's to say thank you. Man. It really is. It's so supportive. <laughs> yeah, so I just wanted to say thank you for for taking the time and talking to me for like what is it, hour and thirty minutes now? Um, Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for having me. It's, of course, that's such bro. an honor, man. Of it's course. Just an honor knowing you. You know. You too, brother. You too, man. It's like it's a, it's a crazy world. So I just I just want to keep seeing your shots coming in on my feed. And don't don't let it go, bro. Like, don't sell yourself <laughs> yourself short, cause you gotta be getting paid for this shit, for this shit that you do. Like, <laughs> the stuff that you do. Yeah, definitely. You too, man. Yeah, they they definitely need that cash to match it, bro. All right, that's it. Anything else you want to say to the people in the community? Any, I don't know, any um, where where they can find you? If you're doing like YouTube, yeah. YouTube handle, anything to, to help support you, bro. Not doing YouTube yet. Um, yet. Yeah. Yet. Wink, wink. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Mountain Trail Coffee, MTN Trail Coffee. Um, and also my website, mountaintrailcoffee.com. Uh, and it's also MTN, not mountain spelled out. Right. Um, yeah, th th yeah, thanks, Sam. Uh, I really Very appreciate cool. it, man. It's been an honor. Uh, Chemex Kings for life. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hopefully one day, so we're maybe in Yosemite or something. Get that would be dope, man. Would... Take some landscape shots. Be crazy, bro. I know, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Have a good one. I'll talk All to right, you soon. All right, you too. Yeah. Stay safe out there. You too, bro. Thanks again. Peace. All right.